0: Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. Today on the Cast, Carolina does it again. A fairy tale ruined as Coach K goes out a loser. Andy Poland joins me to discuss, and is it possible the end game is near for Dan Snyder? Cooking the books? All that plus Tiger set to roar at Augusta, and I have something even more amazing than the actual comeback. Your 40 minute dose of pure me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go! <laughs> Here we go! Monday, April 4th, 2022. Thank you for downloading. And welcome to Masters Week. Maybe the best week of the year in sports. Final Four Championship Monday. Augusta National opens its doors and its gates for the best golfers in the world. And then the national pastime, baseball, Ray, begins again. And hopefully the weather is turning where you may live. In Milwaukee, it's snowed now pretty hard two days in the last five And there could be more. I think there was more on Sunday night as you wake up and read this. Anyway, or listen to this. Before we get to uh, the national championship game, as well as North Carolina's absolute burial of Coach K, one of the all-time rivalry owns that will last for eternity. Before we get to that with Andy Poland, plus this Stan Snyder trouble, they may get Al Capone on tax evasion. More on that with Andy in just a second. Before we get to that, let's start with Tiger Woods. He was at Augusta on Sunday. Range session, late nine, looked fabulous according to all who witnessed. Didn't miss a shot on the range. He said in a tweet, it's going to be a game time decision come Wednesday night. I'm going to tell you right now, he's going to (laughs) play. There's no way he's not going to play. Of course, the golf nerderati has been going bonkers over this, and I do concede it's an astonishing comeback, only mitigated by the fact that, well, this is Tiger Woods, and this is what he does. But even more astounding than Tiger being back and ready to play a physically demanding major with steep hills and a climb from the lowest point in the course, the tee at 16, all the way up to the 18th green, is the fact that so little is still known about the Hot Wheels crash from hell that damn near killed him 14 months ago and damn near left him with a peg leg. It's one of the great examples of star privilege combined with Charmin soft sports media coverage ever. Here are the facts. In the 7 a.m. hour in suburban Los Angeles, Tiger's Genesis accelerated at nearly 90 miles per hour on a 45-mile-per-hour road, across a landscaped median, across two oncoming lanes of traffic, and airborne into a grove of trees some 30 feet off the roadway. Investigators found no evidence of any braking before launch in impact, no evidence of evasive maneuvers once his vehicle started going off course, and the car's data system showed a 99% Accelerator application all the way through impact. Their working theory in the police report was that Tiger Woods, 15-time major winning Uber athlete, had perhaps mistaken the brake for the gas. Uh Uh-huh. Like your 90-year-old grandmother. Of course, that's the only theory they can go by. Because the L.A. Sheriff's Department, A, declined to request a blood draw from Tiger, B, declined to request a search of his mobile phone, and C, claimed they saw no signs of alcoholic impairment or drugs in the twisted wreckage when they saved his life. You see a PEP scan anywhere, boys? Nah, let's take him in. Let's get him into the hospital, fix him up. They also declined to charge him with any crime. Or even a moving violation, because get this, they say you need a witness to do so, or a traffic camera. I guess all the other data and the trajectory of his Genesis courtesy missile, uh, vehicle, wasn't enough. Of course, this was L.A., and that's where Tiger was raised by Earl as a cub, so yes, he was going to get the hometown calls. But then when finally he emerged in front of microphones months after the crash for the first time, he tersely cut off any questions about the accident, saying, in essence, I know people want to poke into my personal business, emphasis mine. This is not personal business. And then went on to say, but it's all in the police report. You can read it there. Sure, it's all in the police report. Nothing is in there. The only thing in the police report is a dustpan and a broom that swept this thing under the rug. Now look, if Tiger had swerved to miss a deer on a dark, rainy, winding road for which he was unfamiliar late at night, okay, fine. That's one thing. If he was T-boned by somebody running a red light, that's another. Something clearly impaired Woods that morning to the extent that he blacked out at the wheel of a car. And only for the grace of God, missed killing a family of four coming the other way. Had this been a standard DUI and not in LA, his reputation would have been totaled. Instead, he's been given a total pass. And the compliant, cowardly golf media quickly dropped any such further questions. Despite having many more chances to ask him, so, what happened that morning? And they have since moved on. Of course, it's only the third time that the world's greatest golfer ended up wrecked on the side of the road in a blacked-out condition. The first with Elan's eight-iron stuck in the back window on Thanksgiving night, the next time on a lonely Florida road, barely able to stand with all the goofballs in his system, and now this. But hey, he's golfing again! Yay! He's so amazing! Look, I'm not anti-Tiger. His comeback on that chicken leg is on par with what Alex Smith did during the Redskins, uh, era, But that said, maybe we should pump our brakes just a bit on the worship. And maybe we shouldn't let guys get a pass just because they did something that, well, probably is a criminal act for most of us, endangering the public, is part of their chronic, habitual way of going about life. Maybe we shouldn't give them a pass just because, well, they're the biggest name in their sport. Tiger will play, he'll make the cut. Finish somewhere back of the pack come Sunday. uh, He'll gut through it. It'll be an amazing comeback. And if the leg keeps getting a little bit better, if it withholds and he can keep rehabbing it, I think he's got a chance to win one more Masters when it's all said and done. Will we ever know what happened that morning? Not a chance in the world. Because the dogs have barked and the caravan has moved on. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, it's Andy Poland time. As they say, Andy, that one is going to leave a mark. Can you imagine a worse all-time rivalry own than ending Coach K-Knight and ending his career in the span of a month?
1: No, I can't. I can't. I mean, Shoshevsky's walking away with five championships, but uh this was a oh, double man. whammy on this It one.
0: it was uh it was brutal, you know, and, and, and a lot of people got great joy in seeing it. Question why did Shoshevsky became become so hateable? Uh um, is it just the winning?
1: No, it's not just the winning. It's it's the players that he's had over the years. You know, JJ uh, Redick became a very hateable guy. Christian Laettner,
0: Joe. Yeah, um, Joe. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, look, the, the the other guy, the serial tripper, who's now on the Bucks, and his name is is escaping me right now. Grayson yeah. Allen is another Grayson one. Allen. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, look, the 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 game that Christian Leitner hit the shot. A lot of people remember this who saw it. What's forgotten in history is he should have been kicked out of that game early in the second half. He he stepped on the chest of a Kentucky player.
0: Yeah, Aminu Timberlake. Uh, A quick stomp, but one that was pretty clear. And it it should have resulted in an ejection. It's funny the things that didn't get people ejected back in the day. I joked about how Bobby Knight once pounded a phone off its hook, courtside, Mm -hmm. and didn't so much as get a technical for it.
1: Oh yeah. No, I look, I remember the NBA in the seventies where there would be <laughs> fist fights yes. and then the
0: game would just continue. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, broke up those fist fights. Let's go ahead oh, and play. Oh, how
1: about this? The, the famous uh Kevin McHale clothesline in the uh in the Lakers game. Yeah. Uh he wasn't ejected for that. It was a technical foul. That was it. Just a hard
0: foul. Just a hard <laughs> foul every day. Yeah, so, Rolling down from behind, you know. Yeah. So where do you go out on K? in terms of your feelings towards him, just as a sports fan, as a professional radio guy, where do you stand?
1: Well, I, I think he deserves the accolades that he's getting. I mean, I, I sure he's not perfect and it ends with most of his players, not even shaking hands with the Carolina players.
0: Okay. How bad was that? That was bad.
1: Uh, that was not a good look at if all. If you're arch
0: rivals, are you not allowed to skip that? you know, junior high stuff, that little league baseball stuff, shaking hands?
1: No, I I, I don't think you are. No, I mean, that's that's part of, you know, NCAA protocol. You're supposed to do it. Uh, and look, I I think that, that he was a guy who was good for the game of basketball. I think, I think there's no question about that. Um, and I think that what he did with the Olympic team kind of rescuing it from you know what it was uh three gold medals
0: 12 16 or tw- uh, 10 12 16 i forget the three years
1: yeah, yeah but they were like 2004 under larry brown it was it was anarchy they were they were living on a ship and he couldn't keep the ship together yeah and, yeah. and we lost I, don't, I think we didn't even did we get a bronze medal we may have gotten a bronze but it, it was a disaster right and uh, and so yeah he, he brought it back and yeah, look, I mean, his, he's regarded by his peers as the greatest who ever coach, better than John Wooden, who incredibly went to 10 Final Fours in 12 years or won 10 championships, excuse me, in 12 years. Um, that That is just unbelievable. But the game changed, and Shashevsky in the modern game did it both ways with the four-year players. And then when it came time to only win with one and duns, he won with one and duns. I mean, yeah. he out calipari Calipari in the end. Uh,
0: if you gave me three words that come instantly to mind when it comes to Krzyzewski, it would be ruthless, mm-hmm. condescending, sneering. Right. As a flavor of coach, he never appealed to me. Knight was a worse guy, I think, in the big picture of things, but he was alpha. And he was unapologetic, and he didn't try to play the faux humility. Coach always wanted yeah. to play. Coach K was always like, you know, we're so classy here. And he's I know, such I a know. But,
1: but, but Knight was a bully. Yes, he was. Uh, That's why he I said liar. he was a worse guy. Uh, I'm yeah. saying
0: Knight was more my flavor, even though he was a worse guy than K. What shook yeah. my faith with K was two things. Sort of the Pete Gaudet thing, although I went and researched that today, Andy. Mm-hmm. It's complicated. It's complicated. 1994, he had a team that was 9-3 and out of the gate. He had just had minor back surgery, minor back surgery before the season that allowed him to keep coaching. He coached for the first 12 games. They actually beat a couple ranked teams along the way, lost a couple ranked teams, but then they got blown up by Clemson to start ACC play, and all of a sudden he's like, I'm exhausted, I can't coach. Here you go, Pete Gaudette, my assistant, good luck to you. They end up crashing and burning. They went like 13 and 18. And then quietly years after this happened, Kay petitioned to the NCAA to say, Hey, take those wins and losses off my record. And a lot of people found that to be quite distasteful.
1: Yeah. But nobody knows the real,
0: I know nobody, nobody knows the real protocol on that. Here's what really shook me with, you know, coach K after he got beat by Oregon, in a non-con game one year. This was about six, seven years ago. Mm -hmm. Dylan Brooks, who was the soon-to-be NBA star guard for Oregon, shot like a three late when they were clearly going on their way to win. And in the handshake line, Coach K sought out Brooks and stopped him for a longer-than-normal exchange. After the game, they asked Brooks, what was that about? And Brooks said that he didn't like me showboating and that I'm too good of a player for that. Coach K vehemently denied that and said, that's that's not at all. I said, he's a hell of a player, and that was it. Audio later came out proving that Brooks was correct, K was lying, and afterwards, K just said, well, I'm sorry I reacted inappropriately. He didn't admit to lying. And you know, lying, Andy, that's a big thing with you. Coach K like was lying, lying about that. He was bullying, and then he was lying because yeah. he lost.
1: Okay, but he coached thousands of basketball games. It doesn't uh,
0: matter. One I mean, people, incident is a window
1: to the people, soul. No, no, okay, no. I'm right. not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna paint over him with a broad brush because of one stupid thing that he did. It was a mistake, and he's ultra competitive. Yeah, okay. And and, uh, you know, it was ro- it, it, can I defend that particular yeah. incident? No,
0: I can't. Yeah.
1: But but I can't say that that defined his whole career.
0: No, it's not. It's I'm just telling you where he lost me. Okay. As, as just a general fan. I have incredible awe and respect for the juggernaut he built because he kept getting the best of the best to come to Duke when Duke was like this hated punchline of a program. You know, look, look, and it look. wasn't just white kids that, you know, trip people and slap the floor. It was some of the best lottery picks along the way. that wanted to come play for Duke. That takes real hustle and moxie.
1: Look, look at, look at the people other than Bayheim, who I don't quite understand. He's but, a dick. Yeah. Most, most of the people who are his peers at some point got burned out on it and walked away at the age of 75. He was still grinding and, yeah. and didn't need to. And, could have taken more money to go to the NBA, and I, I, I'll no, tell you this. he, you know, he
0: makes $10 million a year, Andy. What, what I'm saying is Gary
1: Williams also made very good money in coaching, but he did told, tell us that he had an interest in the NBA because in the NBA you don't have to recruit, you don't have to worry if the right. kid's going to class, right. and you're just coaching basketball. And at some point Krzyzewski may have said, "Hmm," and especially since he got a taste of it, in the Olympics and Colby was, was paving the road with gold for him to come to LA yes. and do that. Yes. And, and he, and he decided to stay. So I, you know, it is in he the flawed? Yes, don't. he is. In but, the, but, but is he a great coach? Yes, yes. he is.
0: In, in the pros, you uh, don't have to worry about all that stuff like going to class and grades and everything else in, in the pros, you just get to coach and the players just get to ignore your coaching. <laughs> That's right. what the college guys usually find out pretty quickly. Like Calipari.
1: Okay. But but, you know, if, if you have the right mix and if you have the right level of respect, having done it in the Olympics, as Shushevsky did, and you got your star player like Kobe on your side, it's a lot easier. Yeah.
0: Uh, is he is Coach K the last of the super coaches? You know, Dean, Roy, Knight, yeah. K yeah. now, Calhoun's gone, only right. Bayheim hanging on by a thread. You know. Coach Cal and Bill Self are probably the three three Izzo. highest profile guys. Izzo's another Ta- one. Okay. Tom Izzo,
1: yeah. All yeah. right. So
0: Izzo would be in that group as well. No. Well, anyway, uh will he come back next year to say uh, no. will he pull a uh <laughs> no. Uh okay. Who was the guy that just came back? Oh, Brady! He'll pull a Brady and say, no. up am coming back."
1: No, no. The last, the last coach I really remember doing that was Bud Grant, and he did it as a favor. He was replaced by Les Steckel, who was. Oh, uh, stuck. Yeah, he was like a, he was. A, he thought he could come in and be a drill sergeant, yeah. and it was a disaster. And yeah. Bud was out hunting and fishing. And I said, Bud, come save us! Yeah. So he came back for a couple of years, and then turned it over to Jerry Burns. So yeah, I don't think that'll happen.
0: How good was the game? I said on Twitter, it's like the Texas USC of basketball.
1: It, it was, and that, that's not a bad comparison. But, Only it uh, wasn't for the title. Yeah, and and really, it was like you know, that was going to be a coronation of USC. They had already won the previous two titles. They had the two Heisman trophy winners in and liner Bush. And, you know, they were expected to do it. Duke was not a super team. Duke Duke was probably favored, but they'd already had a game where they lost to yeah. North Carolina.
0: Yeah. But they were a two seed. They have a bunch of lottery picks on that team. Right. And they had beaten Carolina and are they had beaten Kentucky and Gonzaga earlier in the year? Right, I understand. Okay, but Look, but but also it, but it, I think it, the rivalry, you know, Texas and USC were not natural rivals. True, that's another good point. Yep. In in terms of the actual game, the back and forth, the runs, oh, the lead tremendous. changes.
1: Tremendous. And then yeah. the
0: dagger 3 by love. Caleb right. Love will never have to buy another meal or beverage in the state of North Carolina the rest yeah. of his life.
1: Right. And look, Duke missed free throws, you know, as as, as well schooled as they are on fundamentals when they miss eight free throws. Yeah. Can't do that. Can't big, do that. Big
0: guy Mark Williams missed a couple at the end as well. Mm. Did you think that the sound and the announcers were a bad mix? I had a hard time hearing
1: what uh, what
0: Nance and Raftery and Grant Hill were saying. And that might just be me getting old man ears going, <laughs> ha? hey, can't tell what's going on. No, that that didn't
1: bother me, but the overhead camera that swings over the court and you didn't like the these, fly cam angle
0: made me nauseous.
1: Yeah, yeah. That 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 I didn't like.
0: How about how about the uh the racetrack cam along the sideline? That's not bad. That was okay. All right. How about the super shallow depth of field cam that they went to every now and then?
1: That I didn't I that's your <laughs> eye picks that up better than I. How
0: about the fact that you know these dome games, not only if you're in person are the sight lines shit. The, the television angle sight lines at domes are terrible because yeah, the cameras are. are further away and mm-hmm. it compresses what looks like the court. The court looks more narrow because right. the cameras are coming from a further distance away. I hate it. I hate these dome games so much. I know it's money and 71,000 and they can run mm-hmm. the numbers on it. Why doesn't the NCAA just say we're going to a 20,000 seat pro arena and we're going to sell the tickets for triple the price and we're going to get it because 71,000 will buy it at 20,000 at triple watch.
1: You're not going to let students in
0: make a pay triple.
1: Well, they they got the no money.
0: Yeah, some, got mommy and daddy not. can. I don't care. Students after
1: students. No, not ask the students. That's that's yeah. Some of them. That's like winning the lottery to have your. Well, then get a
0: small selection of them. Get a couple thousand oh, on each oh, side. Pick yeah. up the pretty ones, like Studio oh. Fifty Four. Hey, <laughs> hey, moments. hey! Wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. <laughs> um, has Raftery jumped the shark?
1: No, no, no. The the trio is, is still good, and 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 yeah. That's that's. I'm not a huge fan of a three man booth. But the, that was fine. I, yeah. I didn't have. I, didn't
0: I think that. they're pretty good. Uh, how's Nance wearing on you these days? Nance, Nance
1: still knows. He knows how to do a big game. He good. really does. Good.
0: Yeah. Uh, did you see the big baller brand cameo on AT and T? Lavar Ball is back out of the shadows. He and Lamelo had a TV spot. I nearly fell off the couch.
1: Look, uh, I mean, the guy is a blowhard, <laughs> and he and, and and we did discard him for a few years. But you got to give him this. He's got two sons who are superstars in the NBA. That's that's pretty amazing.
0: Are they superstars or are they stars? Yeah. I think
1: they're, they're stars. Are, they're not superstars. Okay. okay, but but to to think that you know when he was running his mouth about how all three were yeah. great players. Okay, the third one is you know I guess G League or back and forth two way contract. But but two of them are, are bona fide stars. You got to uh, give him some credit for that.
0: All right, now to the main event. Dan Snyder could finally be in real trouble. A report of the weekend said that Congress, Congress thinks he may have been keeping two sets of books and mm-hmm. may have been shorting his fellow owners on shared ticket revenue. How real do you think this threat to him owning the team is? On a DEFCON scale of one to five, five being cocked hammer or ready for war, one being the lowest state of readiness. What's the DEFCON on Dan Snyder right now? Could be a four. Wow. Could be. Wow. So this could be real. Explain. I was reading Mike
1: Florio, who's a, who's a, a lawyer, and a bad one. Said,
0: That's why he's no he, longer a lawyer. But go ahead. Okay,
1: but he understands a little bit about the law, and
0: he knows he, just to be lo- a, about really wrong about stuff. Actually, I'm is. sorry, I got the Defcons wrong. One is the most serious, so it's at a oh, two. Okay. Uh, Probably two. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah okay. Yeah, go it's, ahead. It's
0: a two. But his
1: his his point is, you know, they'll protect him for the other things, but when they're taking money out of the kill like that. <laughs> That's that's some serious stuff. Now, I was thinking about this. What did Chris Carter say you need when he talked at the symposium? A fall guy. And Dan has had fall guys. Vinny was a fall guy. Bruce Allen was Became a fall a guy. Became a fall
0: guy, right.
1: Yeah, right. It, could Jason Wright be the fall guy here? Oh, oh could, my
0: God. You could, know, could, it, it would actually – and I hate to say it because he seems like a nice guy, but it would be right on brand that right. the reverse car wash in Ashburn once again claims another victim. You come in with a spotless reputation and you mm-hmm. come out of the car wash dirty and muddy and tainted.
1: You go, he says to the league, hey, he was the president of my team and I, I had no idea that this was going on. And yeah, we, we, as soon as we found out about it, we made a change. <laughs> and then right when he's fired, he signs a non disclosure agreement, walks away with, you know, five, eight, ten million dollars, and boom, 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 they move on. Is that possible?
0: I don't know. The irony is he was already light on the bag in soprano's yep. terms because yep. he had the lowest attendance in the league and half the attendance was road fans anyway so if he mm-hmm. was giving a short bag if he was kicking up a short bag to the other owners on an already yep. light bag oh my god and yet it would be so on brand for Snyder wouldn't it oh yeah and, and when I, now then you get the legalities part of it is
1: is obviously above my pay grade But it would seem to me that that would be a felony keeping two books. Uh, You
0: you would think. And the, the real problem he has now is because of these cheerleader investigations and everything else. Congress is now interested and Congress has subpoena power. Congress has the power to make your life a living hell, to make the league's life a living hell with all these hearings and threats to take away this antitrust clause or that, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And so, so this is a dog who is attached to Snyder's leg now and is not going to let go very easily. He is in deep shit. I think he's dead man owning my personal Uh feeling.
1: It could be, but they also know that he's a serial sewer, and he'll come back with a vengeance. And you know he knows more than everybody else knows. And Don Van Natta keeps sniffing around Jerry Jones.
0: And you know <laughs> the,
1: latest, the latest thing is is the paternity, he's, where he's paid out two million dollars to a woman who's now suing him for more. Yeah, Daddy. <laughs>
0: Daddy, <laughs> yeah. what are you talking you know, about? You're not my daughter. Right? <laughs> yes, I am. I've got the receipts to prove it. Yeah. Jack I mean, and
1: Cook had one of those too. You know, the well, sure. thing. Yeah. Sure,
0: exactly. So I got to know, like, what is the next step here? What is Snyder's? You say his out could be find a fall guy.
1: Yeah. Huh? Well, he's had two. Now, it's, it's also possible the leaks for all this stuff has come from Bruce Allen, but this is now, Ooh. you know, Wore the roses because what if you know, Bruce
0: told Congress, Psst, ask for the other books? What, yeah, yeah <laughs> no, he regularly kept two books. This yeah. could be Bruce's revenge, sure,
1: absolutely, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, and in both cases, both Vinny and Bruce. It didn't end with, hey, you know, let's get together for lunch once in a while. You know, I'm sorry it had to end this right, way, but we had right. ten great years together. No, it's scorched earth between the two of them. And remember he remember he blamed the reason that he got rid of Vinny because Vinny was the one who convinced him to hire Zorn.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and, the, and the people that come in, they never go back to doing right? anything once they're gone. Uh, you know, Marty never coached again in the NFL. No,
1: no, no, no. He oh, no, he San did. Diego. He went to San Diego. He
0: he did. Yeah. He was the only guy. Uh, obviously, Shanahan didn't. No. Nope. Uh, Vinny never got a job in the league after this. No. Nope. Clearly, Bruce is done. He'll never get a job in the league again, I think.
1: Yeah. Well, who knows? But th- with, with Vinny, I was told that when he was working for Washington, that if they won the Super Bowl, he wouldn't get another job. He he was he was not Because yeah, he was
0: not qualified. Up. He was a dipshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And then there then there's the stadium deal that is still nowhere close to being even more than a twinkle in anyone's eye. More and more people are saying, why would we give any money to him at this point? The stadium might as well be dead right now unless he pays for almost all of it. And if he and unless he builds it right in the parking lot of the current shit house.
1: That's where it's going to be, by the way. That's that's you ultimately- pretty much guaranteed oh, it's gonna yeah, be back yeah. in rail, John. It's going to be there. It's going to be closer to the, um, whatever, metro. The Morgan's Morgan Boulevard metro stop. Yeah.
0: Right. And, and that's, that's, yeah, he's got nowhere to go. And nobody's you know, going to pay for it. Maryland's not going to pay anything for it. They're going to say Virginia, you want to do a new stadium, you got the land. Go ahead, knock yourself out, build it there. <laughs> we'll we'll build some sidewalks and some sewage, and that's it. Right.
1: Virginia just dropped their uh, their their tax break from a billion to three hundred and fifty million. Right. And, and, and there is one source that told Channel Nine we don't know if they're viable for the next five to six years.
0: Okay. What, what? do you make of that comment? Like I thought. Okay. You, viable is a broad term. Right. It's, they're it's, not going to. fall. They, no, they, they got so much
1: TV money flowing through the door. I mean, but, but he, I think he's looking at a team where the numbers are showing you that the fan base is just gone. It's just, no. it's just dissipated.
0: It's really you know? bad. All right. Yeah. A couple of the quick hitters. You see that Carlos Beltran has come clean on the Astros cheating scandal. He's now an announcer with Yes and did an interview yeah. with Michael K and basically said, look, we went too far, but nobody was stopping us. And the mm-hmm. memos that went out to the le- you know, from the league office never reached our desk, so to speak, as players. Mm-hmm. What do you make mm-hmm. of it?
1: Uh, I mean, are you surprised by that?
0: Well, I'm no, not- but I mean, it it sort of cements that a they did it aggressively and they knew it was working. That's the right. biggest thing is that it was working. Just like whatever Belichick was doing with Spygate, it worked because otherwise yeah. you wouldn't risk doing it,
1: right? Right. Right. Look, I, I, I'm binge watching Breaking Bad and you see how people move <laughs> towards <laughs> towards the bad side as they move along. And, so, and before long, it becomes your way of doing business. So, yeah. yes, I understand that.
0: I love that you're watching Breaking Bad. What season are you up to now?
1: I'm already into four. I mean, oh. I've been I've been hitting it hard. I, got, I probably
0: have about 20 episodes left. What, what was funny. the latest episode? Um, trying to
1: remember. Um, the the brother-in-law is already in a wheelchair and is starting to walk again. So,
0: oh, okay, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, good stuff. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Colin Kaepernick now says, now six years later. Okay, I guess if I have to be a backup, I will. He was throwing at the Michigan spring game as a nod from Harbaugh, his former coach at the Niners, threw a long pass to nobody guarding anybody, and people were like, wow. But do you yeah. think he'll get a look and no. is he no. delusional in saying, okay, now I'll be a backup? Had he said this several years ago, he would have probably still been in the league.
1: Maybe. But but he to, to say he can still play, what does that mean? There are a bunch of guys who can play, and they're not 35 years old and out of football for five yeah. years. Yeah. So, no, I, I don't think anybody's going to give him a shot. And, and the closest he came was actually Harbaugh's brother, and reportedly the reason it didn't happen was that Kaepernick's girlfriend sent out a racist yeah. tweet of a cartoon with uh, Steve Bishotti uh, yes. with Ray Lewis as a slave. I mean, yeah. Come
0: on. yeah, that yeah. kind of killed it right there. I think mm-hmm. his girlfriend realized if he comes back to play in the league, his whole activist cred is shot. You can only be mm-hmm. one. You can only be an activist who's like, wow, well, I was blackballed from the league, or you can go back to the league and be a backup making a million a year.
1: Right, and his his relevance has gone away too because he's not really doing commercials anymore. The league gave him a ten million dollars settlement, so you know maybe he gets his name back in the news if he can get to a training camp. But I don't know if anybody's going to bother with that.
0: Did a Netflix documentary or Netflix special compared the NFL to slavery. Now he wants back in, so go figure on that front. Has never done a long sit down interview though with anybody, not even a friendly couch like Oprah. I'm shocked by it. Yeah. That. Mm. All right. Uh and then there's this uh Frank Gore has retired 16 years, 16,000 plus yards. Is he a Hall of Famer?
1: Yes, I think so.
0: I would seriously consider it because I put a lot into super longevity. Mm-hmm. He did something few running backs can do, which is freakish. Was he mm-hmm. ever the talk of the league? Was he ever MVP? No. No. But he was good. He but was really good. 16 years at running back. Holy and I would say and probably 10 of that
1: uh at a position that lost relevance real fast. Like, you know, at one point you had to have a running back. Sure. And now you can get them. I mean, they're they're not that's not that big a deal. Like like the whole, you know, the whole story of Santa Claus being booed at the vet in Philadelphia is that the uh, Eagle fans were cranky because the team had won the week before and pulled themselves out of the running to draft OJ Simpson. So that's why they were so <laughs> such in a foul mood at and
0: Christmas. they're Philly fans. They're, and they're Philly trash fans but, savages to begin with. But that's what set them off, that yeah. they won the week yeah. before and wouldn't be able to draft I, O.J. Simpson. Yeah, everyone's got an excuse. Emmett Smith won at 18,355 sweetness two at 17,726. Oh, and I guess Frank Gore is actually at 16,000 even. I thought it was mm-hmm. plus, plus. No, it's on the number. Barry Sanders four, Adrian Peterson five, and he has not yet retired. Then Curtis Martin, Ladanian Thomas and Jerome Bats, Eric Dickerson, Tony Dorsett. It's going to be hard to leave Gore out because he's that high up the mountain.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, think, I think you're right. I mean, accumulating numbers, Matters and and that kind of and I and by the way I, whenever the argument gets to this I always take Emmett Smith over Barry Sanders. Because, oh, oh, Barry Sanders is better. It's, no, it's Barry not Sanders
0: even. Was, it, that, that's not even an argument. If you well, make the, the Barry Sanders is better argument, you're a moron. You don't understand right. football.
1: Right. But yeah. Barry Sanders to me, I always use this comparison. He's Dave Kingman. He swung for the fences all the time. Yeah. Here was here was his
0: carries: lot. two yards, four yards, negative three, one yard. 76 yards touchdown. Yeah.
1: Right. And then they would then they would average it out for, for carry. And it yeah, it'd be right. like five yards of
0: carry. Average, yeah, but exactly. he always had that one home run. Um, yeah. Then there's this in baseball. The Oakland A's payroll is going to be yeah. about $33 million to start the season. That is the same as it was in 1990, some 32 years ago, when they had the highest payroll in baseball. It's the same number. Now it's the lowest. And – there are the following players who will make more money themselves than all of the Oakland athletics. Max Scherzer, 43 million for the Yankees. Corey Seager, 37 million for the Rangers. Anthony Rendon, 37 million for the angels. Garrett Cole, 36 million for the Yankees and Carlos Correa, 35 million for the twins.
1: It shows you that the NFL needs to have a cap because if you have a cap, you have a floor and with no floor, Teams can do that. I think the Orioles are at thirty million, right? And then, oh yeah, if, maybe they the are, Pirates lower. are yeah. Pirates are like thirty-two. Yeah. yeah so if, if if you have a cap, you also have a floor. And if you don't have that, then you've got only a few teams spending. And then at the lower end, you have teams that don't spend at all.
0: And it seems like the Oakland A's are like, look, with our stadium, probably the worst in baseball, say this side of Tropicana Field. We're only going to get our usual fifteen, twenty thousand diehard baseball fans that live in the East Bay. So just roll out whatever team we got, and we'll take the fifteen thousand a game, and we'll keep owning this asset until I don't know somebody builds us a stadium or something changes.
1: Right? If they if they spent if they spend another hundred million and we're a five hundred team instead of drawing fifteen, they draw eighteen, nineteen,
0: exactly. maybe twenty right. thousand. It. It's not worth it. Numbers don't work. All right. Yeah. finally, pour one out for one Estelle Harris. Dead at 93 years old. You may know her as Estelle Costanza. And of all the many great scenes, Andy, I don't think any can top this one.
1: I don't understand you. I really don't. You have nothing better to do at 3 o'clock in the afternoon? I go out for a quart of milk. I come home and find my son treating his body like it was an amusement park. (laughs)
0: Ma, ma. Don't
1: give me ma. It's a good thing I didn't hit the table. I could have cracked my head open. (laughs) People can hear you. Too bad you can't do that for a living.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, should. absolute brilliance. And the fact that that scene was when she was in the hospital and then yeah. George was there sitting bedside and had to be lectured on his masturbation. Is that
1: is that is that the best episode, the, the bet? do you think? Is I that, mean, it's got it, top five, I, right? There's
0: so many good ones and it just, it holds up over time that this can be both a family show, but with very non-PG-13 material. It's just epic. So ninety three yeah. years old, lived a big life, and did more acting than just Seinfeld. But that's what she is most known yeah, for. And
1: so. didn't really, didn't really make it in television until she was in her fifties. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So there you go. All right, Andy, uh, welcome to the championship game Monday. Tiger is back at Augusta. I talked about yeah. him before bringing you on. We don't need to deal with it. We'll see how he does. We'll discuss it next Monday, and mm-hmm. baseball starts up. So there you go. And the Wizards are going to miss the playoffs. So you got that going for you. Too bad. (laughs) What a shame, right? (laughs) Poor Ted. At least he's got his casino there where the green turtle used to be, right? (laughs) Arnold
1: Rothstein, as our friend Tom Libero calls him. (laughs) All
0: right, Andy. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, bud. All right, Dave. Thank you. I'll end on this. Roy Williams was at the Final Four on Saturday night, rooting on his former team, North Carolina course, he will get to have the ultimate dilemma of Kansas versus North Carolina, his two former teams on Monday night. But that said, it was so disappointing, head shaking, and kind of sad to see him in that Carolina houndstooth mask, that dirty cloth mask. Efficacy, 0.0%, some two and a half years into the pandemic. Mask. Like, I know he's 71, but he's a relatively healthy 71. He's not carting around some, you know, tube of oxygen. And he clearly felt emboldened enough to go be amongst 71,000 screaming, breathing, full of who knows what kind of germs fans. And there he was with that mask. Is it because he really believed it was a little bit better than nothing? Is it because it was for show that he wants to signal, like, hey, I, I know this is a thing? But it just saddened me that here's a guy, 71 years old, healthy. He's lived a king's life and he can now enjoy it. It saddened me to think, is he that afraid of dying? You know, we're all going to die at some point, of something. Are you really afraid of dying from COVID? And you're going to wear a mask, especially one that even the authorities, with their tortured studies that claim, oh no, these masks work, even they admit, yeah, these these souvenir masks, these cloth diapers, that they, they, they don't do shit. They really don't do shit. It was just one of those things that made me go, hmm, of course, I noticed that the front row masking was nowhere to be found inside that 71,000-person crowd at the Superdome. I guess they had just pretty much given up on it. Is that the deal? Did the science change and I not get the memo, perhaps? I noticed even Mickey Shashevsky, bless her heart, herself with some health issues she's overcome. I think it might be cancer, don't know. She was wearing a mask periodically during the game in which her husband lost for the final time at home. No mask on her. Some said Roy took the mask off later on in the night. I didn't see that, but it wouldn't shock me. Was he going to wear it all the way through the night, into the French Quarter, all the way up until his bedroom, and then carefully take it off at that point? Of course not. And you might say, well, what do you care, Zabe? Guy wants to wear it, let him wear it. I care because it's sad. It is long past overdue for people to come home to Team Reality And it sends an awful message. And it's embarrassing. I'm embarrassed for him. Roy, you've lived a king's life. You're fine. You're going to be fine. Drop the mask. Wasn't even that creative with the Carolina colors. We'll see if it's on tonight for the championship game. All right, that'll do it for me today. Thank you so much for downloading and spreading the word about the ZabeCast. Thank you to Andy for coming on. As always, if you need five full days of me, of course you do. Subscribe, and you'll get the full week run, including Fridays. So and you're five bucks a month. And if you buy 12 months at a time, you get uh, 12 for the price of 11. So I give you a one month discount on that. Cancel anytime. I have no problem with you coming and going by the seasons when you feel like it, when you don't feel like it. I know you've got a lot of choices in podcasts. Everyone's got one. But I appreciate you being a listener and hopefully a subscriber. Thanks for listening. Have a great Monday. And we will see you next time. Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today.